I start at page 27. Precautions and proper times for this form of dhikr. Having stated the nature and the forms of dhikr, I will now deal with the necessary precautions and proper times for performing dhikr. Necessary precautions for dhikr. 1. The Holy Prophet ﷺ has instructed us not to prolong dhikr to the point of fatigue. 2. Do not engage in dhikr when the mind is unsettled. Trying to perform dhikr in the midst of some important assignment is not advisable. The effort would be half-hearted and disrespectful to the words of God. It will count as a sin. To reiterate, perform dhikr briefly and with full attention. Once when the Holy Prophet ﷺ came home, Hadrat Aisha radiallahu anha was talking to a lady. Hadrat Aisha radiallahu anha told the Holy Prophet wasallam that the lady spent long hours in worship. He answered, There is no merit in carrying worship to such extremes. Allah is pleased with worship that is constant. Allah does not get tired, but a person does get tired with excess of worship. The worship is then performed without zeal and good spirits and earns no merit. If someone exceeds the limit, he brings distress upon himself. Hadrat Abdullah bin Umar bin Aus anhu was a healthy man. He prayed all night, fasted during the day, and recited the whole of Holy Quran in one day. When the Holy Prophet heard about it, he said, This is not right. Pray for one-sixth, one-third, or at the most half of the night. Fast on alternate days. Do not complete the recitation of the Holy Quran in less than three days. Abdullah bin Umar bin Aus who begged for more, but was not permitted. He pledged to carry out the maximum permitted. He kept his pledge for a long time, but in his old age, he regretted that he had not availed himself of the further concessions. Anything carried to extremes causes problems. Too much of good food would upset the stomach. Similarly, excess liquor causes fatigue and aversion. Increase the demand upon yourself gradually and limit them to your capabilities. 3. If you cannot concentrate in the beginning, remain steadfast and complete your quota despite satanic insinuations. With resolute determination, you can overcome your weaknesses. Takon, a famous lawyer, was once pleading a case. The opposing lawyer, fearing that Takon would win the case, employed a clever strategy. While speaking with the magistrate, he said, Takon claims that he can get a favorable judgment from any magistrate irrespective of the merits of the case. The magistrate made up his mind not to listen to Takon. When the proceedings started, the magistrate denied every submission that Takon made. Finally, he gave a verdict in favor of the other party. In conclusion, no one can influence a person who has resolved not to be influenced. In the initial stages of acquiring the habit of vicar, Cultivate the attitude of concentration to avert all extraneous influences. 4. Do not perform vicar in a condition of physical discomfort. If something hurts you, get rid of it before starting vicar. 5. Accept cheerfully whatever you are granted. Even if you do not achieve perfect concentration in the beginning, a time will come when the habit of vicar will be well established. 6. Perform vicar with humbleness and fear of Allah. If you do not experience true humility, simulate a corresponding facial expression, the desired, the desired state of mind will follow. It often happens that someone adopts a manner artificially but gradually acquires it as a second nature. If you simulate humbleness and weeping, you will soon develop humbleness of spirit. It is narrated of a professor. Well, it is narrated a professor was very kind-hearted. 
but later became very cruel. This was how it happened. Due to his mild nature, one day he suffered a loss and resolved thenceforth to be firm. So he adopted a firm demeanor, even though deep down he was still kind-hearted. Gradually, harshness took root in his character. The professor moved towards evil by using the principle of simulation, but it can be used to move towards virtue as well. On the first day, true humbleness may appear only for a fleeting moment. The second day, it will stay longer. In due course, the results of sustained efforts will be quite visible. There are some other general points which need to be reiterated. Except on occasions permissible according to hadith, do not perform dhikr loudly. This can create pretense and can distract others from remembering Allah or performing salah. Remember that new practices are difficult to adopt. Getting used to them takes time. Many people proclaim, many people complain that they cannot put their hearts into dhikr. Well, do you think that anyone can master a new skill in a day? Not at all. It takes time and patience. Therefore, if you find it difficult in the beginning, do not be discouraged. You will gradually. The only condition is to remain steadfast. Some say that they relish dhikr. They should not seek pleasure in zikr, but should perform it as worship, which is the real objective. Worship is accepted only when it is performed with that intention. Some complain that they feel uninterested in zikr for days and then begin to feel interested. To them, my advice is, do not be discouraged because this is a common experience. Once a companion came to the Holy Prophet wasallam and said, Oh my master, I am a hypocrite. He responded, No, you are a Muslim. He submitted, When I come to your presence, I can witness heaven and hell. But when I go back, I lose that spirit. He said, If you remain in the same condition all the time, you will soon die. Remaining in the same condition stifles the capacity to advance. At times, God Almighty lowers a person from his true status to make him advance in an effort to regain his position. Similarly, he sometimes lets him enjoy the higher status to motivate him to acquire it on a permanent basis. Lack of interest may, however, be either ben be beneficial or harmful. The difference between the two can be recognized. Assume that there are degrees of in interest in performing the kill. Zero indicating total absence of interest and stages and stages 1 through 5 indicating progressively higher stages. If you are at stage 2 and lack of interest does not lower you below stage 1, then it is of the beneficial kind. From stage 3, if it brings you not lower than stage 2, then it is the beneficial kind. However, if it lowers you to stage 1 or 0, then you should be concerned and make an extra effort to maintain your position. Proper Times for Zikr the above proves conclusively that dhikr is extremely essential. As I mentioned earlier, God Almighty says, فَإِذَا قَضَيْتُمُ الصَّلَاةَ فَاذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقُرُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِكُمْ And when you have fin finished the prayer, remember Allah while standing and sitting and lying on your sides. Quran chapter 4 verse 104 An important question arises. What are the right times for dhikr? In a sense, Allah should be remembered all the times. Hadrat Aisha anha says that the Holy Prophet used to remember Allah all the time. But certain times have been, uh, have been specified in the Holy Quran. For example, And remember Allah at the time of Bukra and Asil. 
chapter 76, verse 26. The times specified in this verse are very important. Bukra in Arabic means the time from the first flash of dawn to sunrise. In other words, Allah should be, Allah should be remembered from morning prayer till sunrise. Asil, the other time specified for dhikr, is from late afternoon prayer, that is asr, up to sunset. God Almighty also says, فَاثْبِرُ عَلَى مَا يَقُولُونَ وَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ قَبْلَ طُلُوعِ الشَّمْسِ وَقَبْلَ غُرُوبِهَا وَمِنْ آنَاءِ اللَّيْلِ فَسَبِّحْ وَأَطْرَافَ النَّهَارِ لَعَلَّكَ تَرْضَى Bear patiently then what they say, and glorify thy Lord with his praise before the rising of the sun and before its setting, and glorify him in the hours of the night and at the sides of the day, that thou may find true happiness. Chapter 20 Verse 131. This verse identifies three additional times for remembrance of Allah. The time after sunrise and the first and last part of the night. The sixth time for the remembrance of Allah is immediately after each prescribed prayer. The Holy Prophet wasallam was very diligent about dhikr at this time. To perform dhikr at this time is his sunnah, that is tradition. Hadrat ibn Abbas anhu says that the companions who were late for prayers could tell from the following sound of dhikr that the prayer service had been concluded. Anta salam wa minka salam ya dhal jalal wal ikram. Thou art peace, O Allah, and all peace emanates from thee, O possessor of majesty and lofty station. The other form of dhikr after prayers consisted of reciting Subhanallah. That is, all glory belongs to Allah. Alhamdulillah, all praise belongs to Allah. Allahu Akbar, Allah is the greatest. There are several traditions about this zikr. The best way to perform is to recite the first phrase 33 times, then the second phrase 33 times, and finally the third phrase 34 times. The time after prayer has great merit for zikr and should be fully utilized. Some people may be under the impression that I do not perform this zikr or that Hadar Khalifa al-Masih the first radiallahu anhu or the promised Musa did not perform it. This is wrong. The promised Musa did it and so did Hadar Khalifa al-Masih the first radiallahu anhu. However, they did not do it loudly, nor do I. You too should make it a habit. I stop at page 31.